and we're back. Another episode of Talking Baden. The podcast of the beast. Of the beast. How you doing, Nesbeth? Good. I feel like I'm getting back into the groove of it now. That first episode, I feel like I was kind of like, I don't know. It, it seemed uh, like I couldn't remember how we were, our flow went. <laughs> we were a little excited. It was, uh, you know, just like doing it for the first time, you know, just trying to get back into the groove. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm feeling the same thing. I was looking forward to this and... It's funny once you start recording, like you, you spend a lot more time listening to Maiden, and and uh, it's awesome. Actually, I was telling you I have a bad back, right? I've, and like, oh, yeah. I went today literally, and I got this like I've been doing physio, and everything's good now. I'm basically back, a little sports injury, but I go in today, and this like big dude, he's gonna like crack my back a bunch, and he's like, "What kind of music do you like?" I'm like, uh, "You got the Iron Maiden." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And he cranks on Maiden, and we're just sitting there. He's like cracking my back. He's like, "This is weird. Usually, people want like seashells." He's like, "I hate it." I was like, "This is great." <laughs> so yeah, so it's following me around now. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car today listening to uh, Beast Over Hammersmith. Nice. Uh, on like deafening levels, driving around. I forgot how great that is. We're gonna cover that uh, probably next after this. I can't wait. I'm looking but forward. Today, to it. we're gonna do a set list prediction. Yeah, deadly, deadly. So for the upcoming tour, we're going to dig into it and see, oh, this is stressful. Every time we do a set list prediction, I'm always like, what do I do? Do I do I do like a fun one where I'm like, what I want to see? Or do I do play it realistic, you know, because I kind of want to win? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a balance there. <laughs> what I always do is I do, I try to keep it realistic, but like, I guess subconsciously I'm dropping all these like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, Legacy of the Beast. Of course, they're going to drop the yeah. talisman in there. Yeah, the talisman has to go you know in there. You know? <laughs> right after Empire of the Clouds. Yeah, <laughs> this is happening. Oh man, I need a beer. Oh, me too. Yes. So you got us this beer today. This is the Boomstick Brewing Co. Wild Bologna IPA. Uh, it's funny because Bologna, Italy, is where Bruce Dickinson played his very first show with Iron Maiden. <laughs> really? Typical <laughs> yeah. Nesbitt. Hit the music. This has nothing to do with that. <laughs> do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. All right. Yeah, Bologna, Italy. Bologna, or because this is yeah, a I can craft. always find an Iron Maiden tie-in to everything. You got to. This is a, a craft beer locally. That Bologna, you know, is that leftover meat, North American stuff. Uh, but in Newfoundland, we call it Newfie Steak, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bologna. I fry that up. It's not bad, man. Mm. Oh, this smells awesome. Oh, this is awesome. I've had this on tap, but I haven't had... Uh, I haven't I've had, had it on tap before, too. Yeah. Like, that's a great uh, a great looking uh, can, too. Who's at the Boomstick Brewery? Is that the one on the West Coast? Yeah, they're in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My brother lives in Cornerbrook now. The West Coast of the east coast nice of canada so yeah <laughs> oh, this is a, good a, a 10 hour drive from here mm. a 10 hour driver drive west to the west coast of uh newfoundland yeah so set list prediction yes future past tour so yes. uh what do you think as far as like stage set because the somewhere on tour 86 87 tour they had that they had some like floating spaceships and lights and it was very futuristic. They had that huge eddy head that the drum riser would come up on top yep. of and the two hands that would come out that the guys could stand in, yep. you know, with Steve and Bruce each in a palm, you know, and they had the cyborg eddy and Bruce had his like light up jacket that like rope lights and like had that beating red heart. Yeah. 
And then you have the Senjutsu, which is kind of like a Japanese theme. And I'm like, I have absolutely no idea where they're going to go as far as set design for this. Yeah, I would. My guess is they're going to start like Legacy of the Beast with the same kind of setup for Senjutsu background. Then where they got like Legacy of the Beast tour stuff, I think they'll replace that with uh, basically Summer in Time graphics. So I feel like the Eddie will still be a Senjutsu Eddie. That'll come out, but there'll be a giant inflatable somewhere in time 80 head. That's my guess. It'll go something like that because they'll probably, you know, I'm going to explain in my predictions how I think they're going to tweak from the yep. previously, uh, not to give anything away, but I feel like that's kind of the flow. I think the Eddie will still be Sinjitsu Eddie, but I think by that stage of the concert, you'll have, it'll be largely somewhere in time art. What it do you seems think? too early to scrap that brand new Samurai Eddie after that totally last leg of the tour yes so i'm thinking they'll, yeah they they'll probably hold on to him and then like you said maybe they'll have the big inflatable hands and the big head with the drums yeah like riser the, on top the, the giant like the book of souls or for the iron beast. maiden for, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I i that would be awesome as a summertime eddie how cool would that be now there's also the summer in time walk on eddie mm. so that would be cool too and as far as opening music so this is the opening music that they played during the Somewhere on Tour, and it's the Blade Runner end titles. So that is called Blade Runner End Titles from the movie Blade Runner. Yeah. And they used to play that when they were just about to come on on stage. And then there'd be like a clock ticking sound effect. And then like explosion. And then boom. On would come Iron Maiden with uh, Caught Somewhere in Time. Yeah. My prediction is that doesn't get played. So the... <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. So the uh, Somewhere on Tour set list. They opened with caught somewhere in time. So that's what they opened up with on the Somewhere on Tour. Um, and then they played, after that, into Two Minutes to Midnight. And then Sea of Madness. So for Sea of Madness, so the tour had European, North American, and Japan legs. Yeah. And after the first North American date, they dropped Sea of Madness. Here's a short clip of Sea of Madness from that tour. This is from uh, Sheffield, 1986. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, my heart is heavy. Cause I turn around and leave. 
of madness so i'm just going through this tour set list from that tour yeah. just to kind of give a background before we jump in yeah so caught somewhere in time two minutes to midnight sea of madness then children of the damned yep. and then stranger in a strange land uh which is i think is an awesome song yes um they brought it back after this for the ed hunter tour mm-hmm. and they played it in saint john new brunswick montreal quebec city and new york and then after those shows, Adrian's father passed away. So Adrian missed four shows, and they took it out of the set list uh, while he wasn't there. But when he came back, it never came back again. And I have a clip, if you want to hear it, of this is the last time they played Stranger in a Strange Midland. Nice. One disappeared from the set list. It hasn't been uh, that's 1999 the last time they played it. So, oh man, is that one maybe due to come back? We'll it see could now. be. We need to get into our predictions. It could be. No spoilers, Nesbitt. Don't try to influence <laughs> the list. Keep going. After that, they played Wasted Years. Yeah. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which would be amazing if that came back. Yeah. And then they had a guitar solo called Walking on Glass, which we covered when we did our uh, Somewhere in Time episodes. Um, Here's just a little clip of uh, Walking on Glass, which is a pretty awesome uh, guitar solo, i got to say.
so how would you feel about a, a long extended guitar solo in the middle of a night iron maiden set well nesbitt i'd hate it if i was sitting there in the <laughs> middle of an iron maiden i'd be like what's all this guitar doing here obviously but would it be a bit of a depend on a, the solo but i'd love it yeah yeah i think it'd be cool i'm not yeah. sure if it would mess with the momentum and the flow of the set list yeah i don't know depends on the context depends on how intense it is i mean you yeah know, it, it's a standalone solo bridging two songs i don't know i, I don't think it's likely they're gonna do that yeah well this is long you know it's a couple of minutes long but, yeah uh, i'm just for historical purposes yeah so they come out of walking on glass which i just played and then they have yeah. heaven can wait phantom of the opera hallowed be thy name and iron maiden and the encore was the number of the beast run to the hills and running free yes um they did play loneliness of the long distance runner uh in belgrade in 1986 they played it once and they never played it again interesting so i'm thinking that like you know there's obviously they weren't happy with the way it went over live okay because there's always i'm thinking like yeah because obviously they dropped it after playing it once so there must be a reason that's an underrated song. I absolutely love it. It rocks hard. It's a little bit of a ridiculous title, right? But, like, uh, it is, I mean, I just love it. It's it's an epic. But I, it's funny that they've played it once. I remember you going over that in the podcast, but I'd forgotten it. Because everybody talks about, you know, Alexander the Great. But I always considered the Long Distance Runner was never played either. So, you know, it's interesting. At least they played it once. But Long Distance Runner, I would take that, I think, over Alexander the Great. Um, but uh, these ones that have these really long instrumental passages yeah although I'm being a hypocrite because I've played other songs that are like that that I loved but I I feel like it would just take too much again too much energy Maiden shows are such high energy and then to bring it down that much yeah for like for for the casual fan like it's fine for us because we love all these songs but your average fan doesn't want to hear Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner. I think two-thirds of the way through, they'd be like, when is the song going to end? <laughs> yeah, do you think so? And you do have to keep you do have to keep the like the casual fans. You know what I mean? Like, you can't can't just play these, like, 10-minute songs just for... I suppose you can. I mean, and they have before, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about it that way. I would think about the, the only reason they wouldn't play that is because we haven't done Sinjitsu yet. That's coming up. But one of my takes on it is that the epics they have are some of the best parts of the album. So, you know, not to spoil anything, but I think a lot of people, anyone who likes Sinjitsu, can, say, can, can point to one or two epics that they at least resonate with. And if I were them and I was going to lean in to an epic, I would take it from the back end of Sinjitsu. That's my two yeah. cents. So yeah, I don't loneliness think... of the long distance runner, big, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be put on when they have all these other epic songs exactly. from the current album. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, you're talking about some of the Sinjitsu songs are four minutes longer, but still, you know, they're epics, and you could shave it down, and there's, there's a lot they could do. I just don't, I don't, I don't think probabilistically, or I don't think it's high probability that's going to be that's going to be added. As much as I'd love to hear it. I'd like to hear, for just for the record, I'd like to hear both albums back to back and then another load of stuff as <laughs> yeah. well. So I'm not, not like, it's what's realistic. So speaking of Alexander the Great. Yes. Everyone's like, are they going to play it? Are they not going to play it? I don't understand the fas- fascination with like everyone wanting to hear the song because I think, I think people think that they want to hear it. Yeah. 
when you hear it live, I'm wondering if it's going to be one of those ones where the guitar, like, I don't know. I think, see, a lot of Maiden people see Maiden more than one show, but can you imagine if we saw like three or four shows the fourth time seeing Alexander the Great? And it's not one of the, one of their best epics. Like, the fact that they're leaning so hard into playing Alexander the Great when they have these really long epics on the new album that I think are better. Yeah. It it seems like a waste of set time to play Alexander the Great. Yeah. Um, just for... So I did a little bit of uh, math. <laughs> okay. So Alexander the Great is 8 minutes and 35 seconds. So instead of Alexander the Great, these are some examples of what you could fit into 8 minutes and 35 seconds in an Iron Maiden set. You could put Rainmaker and Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. You could fit The Wicker Man and Transylvania. You could fit The Wicker Man and The Fallen Angel. You could play Only the Good Die Young, finally, and Flight of Icarus. You could play Tail Gunner and Murders in the Rue Morgue. You could play Judas Be My Guide and Die With Your Boots On. You could play The Pilgrim and Can I Play With Madness, or Be Quick or Be Dead, and Death or Glory. So you could fit two songs in. Or you could play If Eternity Should Fail. That's eight, eight and a half minutes. Dance of Death, Passchendaele, Thin Line Between Love and Hate, and Brighter Than a Thousand Suns are all pretty much the same length as Alexander the Great. Yeah. And I would take any of those songs over Alexander the Great. Absolutely. And like I said last episode, 10 extra seconds and you can squeeze the talisman into the set list instead of Alexander the Great. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of time. I mean, I could have sex three times in that period of time. <laughs> you know, and and besides, it's like I, you know, you're a big Dan Carlin podcast guy, right? So I yep. went through his whole Genghis Khan thing. I think we, I mentioned that before on the podcast. I went through the whole thing on there, like nine or ten hours. And you know, he now Genghis Khan's great. I think like Alexander the Okay is more more, more appropriate. <laughs> Alexander the mediocre. Alexander the mediocre. <laughs> like, like you know, not that I've conquered uh, part of the world or most of the known world, but uh, yeah, he no, I mean, he's obviously, an amazing historical figure. I'm not, I'm not as gone on the song as most people. Although there are there are hooks in there I love, and there's some cheesy lyrics we've talked about, which it which is make, a really yeah. really good song. Yeah. It but. is. It's good. It's but it's not one of their top ballads for me. I mean, if you're thinking about if you're going through the the catalog and you're thinking what would you, where would you use that time real estate for me? I don't know. But then again, you know, this is the tour where that's an opportunity. That's true. Yeah, if they're going to play it, this is if you're going to play it, this and is the time. Here's a little quote from um, Bruce Dickinson. So, so yeah, we get a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, you know, we have discussed it, and. Um, we all went, yeah, it would be a great idea to do to do something like that at some point. So we, yes, we I think safety say it's definitely on the radar. On the radar, maybe to play Alexander the Great. Although I have to say, uh, I always thought it was just Alexander the Great. His name to Chuck Fear from my hearts and men. But he did die of a fever in Babylon. <laughs> That's so good. So he said on the radar to maybe play. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what that means. And this is another clip. One of these days we'll do that song. You know the one I'm talking about. His name struck that fear in the hearts of men. So that's Bruce, uh, you know, teasing during a uh, an Iron Maiden concert. And here is him actually dropping this in. I think this is when he was playing live in Greece. 
Teasing people with it, you know, he knows people want to hear it. I think the band is very well aware uh, that they want to play it. So, well, the Greeks of all people, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're gonna they're gonna lean into it pretty hard. You know, they are. My, you know, how we often joke about the, you know, he died of fever of Babylon. My my favorite my favorite part at all is when he goes, he would become the master of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so great. It's like when you listen to it, you're they're like, so what? I know. It's, it's I know. Very poetic the lyrics to that song. Yeah, Alexander. Do you mean the Master of Asia? Yeah, technically. So I don't want them to add them add this to the playlist. I think I would rather have that eight and a half minutes with, you know, taken up with whatever else. But, you know, who am I to say? And if it goes on, obviously I will turn to you when they first play it the first time when we see it live, and I'll be like, I was totally wrong. The song's awesome. I know it. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll already know if it's. We'll have the set list queued up before we get there. But yeah. So before we totally. get into our predictions uh you want to go let's go through i'll give you the history of the tracks on somewhere in time and when they've been played so caught somewhere in time was played on somewhere on tour 86 87 and that was it it was the opener of the tour it's kind of the title track to the album sort of maybe the opener again maybe not we'll see wasted years it's played in somewhere on tour seventh tour of a seventh tour a real live tour the ed hunter tour uh 2008 2009 somewhere back in time world tour 2012 2014 the maiden england world tour and the book of souls world tour the first uh, yeah yeah. so that's heavily favored to be played they played that a lot yeah sea of madness i talked about that they played it on some of the somewhere on tour and it eventually got dropped uh heaven can wait yes so they played that uh yeah that one that one hung around for a while in the beginning right it was on a few tours right after yeah so there's a there's a lot of uh seventh son yeah well here's a clip of them playing it on the seventh son tour So that was from the seventh son, seventh tour of a seventh tour. So they played it on the somewhere in time, somewhere on tour tour, seventh tour of a seventh tour, and then no prayer on the road, fear of the dark tour, a real live tour, the X Factor, virtual eleven world tour, gimme Ed till I'm dead tour, and the somewhere back in time world tour. So heaven can wait is played, you know, quite often. 
Um, heaven can wait, I think, is... Uh, I'd be heavily leaning towards maybe that one being included. I mean, even... Spoiler alert, <laughs> Nesbitt. Spoiler even alert. Even Blaze did a good job yeah. singing that one. So that's Blaze from 1998 in Argentina. Um, that's actually the last time Blaze ever appeared on stage with Iron Maiden, that clip that we just heard. Yeah, and possibly the best song on the album. Yeah, it's one of those ones I always forget about until I hear it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally. forgot how awesome this you're is. Like, <laughs> amazing, totally. I think it's there's a good chance it's going to make a, you know, it's going to reappear. But and anyway, then The continue. Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner, which we kind of just went over. Uh, you know, it's long. It's they played it once and dropped it. Uh, I don't know what that one. I don't want to. I don't want to give away my prediction. But uh, loneliness of a long distance runner, uh, stranger in a strange land. So that was on the somewhere on tour. And like I said, they played it on the Ed Hunter tour last and dropped it after a few shows. Um, I would love this one to be on, but uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see when we get our picks in. Deja Vu. I'm dying for them yes. to add this. I absolutely love this song. This is one of my favorite Maiden songs on this album. Um, you know, and give Dave Murray some love and whip this one out live. I would love to hear this one. It would be like a total treat <laughs> for fans. I don't know what the, uh, if there's much yeah. chance of it, but I love Deja Vu. It's a great song, but it's so campy. I almost laugh every time <laughs> I hear it in a way. Like, it's just, it's it's super cheese in a good way. Deja Vu. <laughs> Deja Vu. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll look at you. I'll be like, wait now, did they play this I before? I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. And then, of course, oh, Alexander man. the Great, which we just talked to death about. Uh, that has never yeah. been played live, other than, like, Bruce yeah. teasing it live. Yeah. And then, before last thing before we make our predictions. So, the yes. legacy of the Beast set list predictions. I went with... Ace is high, the evil that men do, tail gunner, for the greater good of God, the clansmen, run to the hills, die with your boots on, bring your daughter to the slaughter, fear of the dark, yeah. can I play with madness, death or glory, brave new world, heaven can wait, an iron maiden, and an encore of number of the beast, wicker man, and running free. So we got eight out of 16. You went with, I just re-listened to that episode and wrote these down. You went with wicker man, ace is high, can I play with madness, number of the beast, trooper, 
Flight of Icarus, these colors don't run. Monsignor, Clairvoyant, Evil That Men Do, Clansman, Iron Maiden, and then you went with Hallowed Be Thy Name, Blood Brothers, and Wasted Years. And you got nine out of 16, Ooh. so you beat me by one. I know. And I did, I know. I and did so that... much research, too. <laughs> I know. Montesigur was a throwaway, too. I threw it in yeah, there for fun, if I you do. remember. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't do that this time. I went just pure odds. And, and wait now, like, are you doing it on time or are you doing number of tracks? I'm doing it on time. I looked at I tried to match the average. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Damn. You might have an advantage there. Should I? I could always throw in an extra one because it's hits, isn't it? I should throw in an extra well, one. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I got, yeah. So you want to go yeah, first? I you can go, go first. I, I could go first. But before we do, I just want to say one thing. I went through, like, I looked at the tour poster and a little bit of material to just dig Did around. you see that promo and, video? You know, I did. And did yeah. you notice the 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 scoreboard in the background? I did not. So there's a, a football score scrolls by, and it says Samurai Five, Cyborgs Five. So everyone is kind of thinking five from each album. Ooh, but that's gonna that's gonna totally screw up my strategy because I actually have a name on my strategy. So I didn't I didn't pay any attention to that. I thought that was like, remember the the legacy graphics and all the. Diving yes. into the stained glass and the promo art and the even the Belshazzar's feast. Remember all the theories we had. So I'm totally. done reading too much into these like maiden little tricks that they throw at us. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, I'm going to disregard the clues in the promo video. It's like I think it exactly. might be a but red I... herring to like throw us off. Red herring. <laughs> but what I wanted to say though about the material is, my God, the tour poster looks awesome. Oh yeah, isn't it? it looks cool. I love the graphics and the art. Oh, how good! I hope they do vintage T-shirts, like of the of the summertime stuff, and then like blend it up. And the other thing is, this we haven't even mentioned like the Senjutsu made in Japan ties. There's something cool they can do there. Like I'd love to see, you know, some vintage made in Japan style stuff. Oh, yeah, the Senjutsu two samurai, yeah. like totally, totally. And actually, when you mentioned earlier, you know, is there an opportunity to have two Eddies on stage at once? Could that? Happen? I don't think so because I think Eddie is just one person. With different iterations, yeah. you know what I mean? Although, you know what? If only what art. if Eddie is on stage yeah. as a samurai, but then the other Eddie comes in a time machine fighting himself. That's what I mean. Fighting but himself. But then if the one from the future kills the one on stage, they both die. Or the future <laughs> one would cease to exist. It would be like a some kind of time loop. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what they could do with the Eddies. It's very interesting. But anyway, I'm super excited yeah. about this tour. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world. But now I'm going to go into, I've created a strategy. Now, normally I have I have hot takes, but everyone now is doing these cold plunges. <laughs> right? So I, I, got, I got ice cold takes. Like I'm going... I'm I'm doing like uh, I'm that guy with the with the wires connecting everything back to you know, the <laughs> Illuminati. I'm like, I'm not that guy. I'm like what are just the what's table stakes here? What's going to happen? This is my view, and I've labeled this strategy the four 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 plus encore. Okay, I like the okay. strategy already. So, so it's a four from Sinjitsu, four from uh, somewhere in time, and then four others, then the encore. Okay, just. Be- like because the t- where the tour is and where the legacy of the beast tour went, there's not a lot of overlap. So I feel that right off the bat, we're going to. I think you know you could start somewhere somewhere in time. You could start Sinjitsu, but I think it's going to start with Sinjitsu. The, the track like Legacy Jitsu, of the Beast. Okay. Yeah, 
And it's Sinjitsu. So track number one, Sinjitsu. Okay. Totally. Two, Stratego. And three, Writing on the Wall. So scene three. So those are locked in still. Okay. I think they're locked in. I think the approach is there. I feel like Writing on the Wall could be swapped out. I would love, I would love for them to swap it out with Darkest Hour. But I'm being on cold take. I'm having no fun. There's no Montesegur on this one. There's no Talisman. Josh is having no fun. He's trying to beat Nesbitt for something. It's all cold takes. Ice cold, boring takes. You know, why am I wasting my time listening to Josh right now? He's killing my dreams. He's ruining my future. There's no t-shirts. Everybody's just going <laughs> everything sucks. There's a lineup of the beer. Now, those three tracks, I think, are going to start off. And and to be honest with you, Sinjitsu and, and Stratego, I really like those tracks. Like, I really do. And the writing on the wall was excellent video. I've got the, I find this, the song is over time. It's not something I'm super excited about. I'll, I'll leave most of the details for that for Sinjitsu. But I, I still love those songs. So, three strong opener. Then, you know, the ordering I'm, I'm doing, but a few of these, there's a bit yep. of leeway. They could, the order could flip. The next one is definitely title track, Caught Somewhere in Time. Okay. okay, definitely. Then, this one, I don't know, has this one been played? Trooper. Okay, yep. <laughs> okay. This about time they broke out this one. I think it could really catch on. Uh, it's about time they got this one playing. Next one, Days of Future Past, yep. Sinjutsu. And I believe that because the future past yeah. tour naming just makes sense. So that is my fourth Sinjutsu. So right off the bat, there uh, I would love I would love to have Darkest Hour, Hell on Earth. Of course, too long. Um, you know, there's there's I there's a lot of tracks. Well, I don't so want to you're up to track number. Save that. You're at number five now. I'm at six. I'm and at you're going six. To number now. six. Yeah. Okay. I'm at, no. I'm at yeah. six. I've I've laid the fourth Sinjutsu Trooper and okay. the title track uh, somewhere okay. time. Okay, so Sujitsu, Stratego, The Writing on the Wall, Caught Somewhere in Time, Trooper, Days of Future Past at 6. 7, this is a huge surprise. You're never going to believe this one. Wasted Years. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wasted Years. Then, I love this track. We already said it. Heaven Can yeah. Wait. Somewhere back in time. Or Somewhere in Time. Back again. Disappeared for a while. It was in, I think it was in like three four four of the tours. You had mentioned it there before. Now... Okay, so I'm I'm now I'm at I've got three of my somewhere in time tracks. Here's my fourth and final somewhere in time track. Stranger to Strange Land okay. is what I'm going with. Love right, it. this is my guess. It's way underrated a track. Now, you know, I would love you know loneliness and long distance runner Alexander the Great. I argue that this could have easily been switched for Sea of Madness. But I'm going to go with Stranger to Strange Land. That's where my gut's okay. at. Now, the rest are just table stakes maiden. And now I've analyzed the last couple of lists. I've kind of got where they're at. And here, I feel like I'm going to hit on a bunch of these. Okay. Power Slave. Oh, okay. That's coming back. Yep. Right? Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Oh, that would be amazing. Right? Iron Maiden. That's 12. Here's the Encore. And before you go to the before you go to Encore, yep. they did play... Uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on the original tour. So that would fit. That's a good chance. Yeah. I feel like it's due for a comeback anyway. Yeah. Okay, the Encore. So, okay. I'll run through them real quick. Okay. Or go through the Encore right. and then I'll run through okay. and then we'll go All right. through. Then I'll run through again. Okay, the Encore for me, I feel like I'm going to hit two of these. The Number of the Beast. Yep. Blood Brothers. Yep. This last one I agonized over. I didn't want to put it in, but I feel like it's going to be in there. 
even though it's been played a lot recently. Fear of the Dark. Okay. Yeah, I feel it's a high probability list. Now, so let me go through look, yours and think about how it flows. So just step me through yeah. starting at track one. Okay, Sinjutsu. Okay, Sinjutsu is the opener, current opener. Yep. Yeah, Stratego. Yeah. In- and the writing on the wall. Okay, so you get those three. Just because of the, th- that's the three they played before. You know, also, the people seeing this tour in their mind are not the same as the people saw the Legacy be this tour. Like, we saw it in Ottawa. We didn't get to see it in Toronto. This that's is, true. You know, yeah. That list never wasn't played. That. Yeah. So I don't really feel like they're too worried if they bring up those three again. I feel like, at most, they swap out one. But to be honest with you, we only saw them once. Yeah. But there was no problems in them. There was no real reason where yeah, they were like, oh, the writing on the wall didn't gel. Like, let's get rid of it. To be honest with you, we were, we were as we said in our last episode, we <laughs> were feeling it. But, like, this part of the concert, we were, like, really into it. And it's like, to be honest, I loved it. And the writing on the wall, just the intro, I don't think they're going to change it. And I don't want them to change it. That's not negative because I'm doing a cold take. Like, I like those three. Yeah. They're, I think they're good. But then Caught Somewhere in Time is definitely coming in. That's four. I know the Trooper is going to be played somewhere in the lead up. It just has become so standard now. Yep. Um, days of Future Past. Okay, uh, yeah. Just because that's the link. So out of the Trooper right? and the Days of Future Past. Yep. I'm yeah, just trying to think of the link. flow of this in my head. Okay. Seven is Wasted Years. Eight, heaven can wait. Uh, that's Wasted coming years, back heaven for can sure. wait. Okay, yep. Yeah. Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. That's my hot okay. take. Power Slave, Rhyme, and then, of course, End with Iron Maiden. Power Slave into Rhyme would be epic. Yes. Oh, uh, that would be great. Yeah. And I feel like Power Slave's coming back. Um, I never you know, thought of one of these. I never thought of Rhyme, but yeah. where they played it on the original, like, tour that's not why i went for it i was no, just but like I think it's, I was, it's a lot of like it seems like it would fit more now that yeah I, think about I, it. I took like what i consider the most common for the other four i drew like what are the most common and then i looked through the last four tours and i was like what's been in what's been out and like i kind of used a weird logic i was like rhymes due to come back in but i was like fear has kind of been hanging around so they're gonna keep going with fear so i like put rhyme and then i put fear in the encore but so there's kind of opposite logic there but i don't know just going with my gut on this and of course the encore number of the beast blood brothers and fear of the dark Prepare to lose on your second tour list. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll get into that. I'll just go through it. And yeah. you had, I can't believe you had no hot takes because I have, for the first time ever, a Nesbit hot take. Oh my God. I'm taking over the hot takes, Josh. <laughs> You're taking over. Hot, just a pretty face. A hot take from me is incoming after I play this one clip. This is how I think the concert will start. And it's a little clip. I put some background noise. I put the intro music from the, you know, the Blade Runner theme that we played earlier. Uh, This is how I think the concert will open. That's how I think it's gonna gonna start with Days of Future Past, and it's gonna kick right into that riff from the intro. Yeah. Here's my hot take: Days of Future Past is the new Wicker Man. 
that riff that is, is so good. great. That riff is so great, and what a great way to kick off the show, man. You cut out that intro that's on the album, and you just, boom, they come out. Adrian's out there by himself playing that riff, and then everyone runs out, and that's the start yeah. of the show. You know what? Because it's such a, like, a, a poppy, catchy song, I don't really think of it as short. It's just like... For something about Sinjitsu, I just feel like all the songs are like seven to eight minutes long. You know what I mean? But that's like, what, four, four and a half minutes? It's like four, four it's minutes. It's a little bit over four, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so I awesome. think that's, that's a, That is, you know what? That is a hot take. That's <laughs> worth it. That's sizzling. That's so the sauna. When you that's cut, the sauna. It's even shorter. It's, it's under four minutes if you cut that intro out, which I think they'll cut that intro out, and I think that's how the show's going to start. Days of Future Past, Adrian comes out the way he did with the Wicker Man when they're doing the Brave New World tour and he's going to come out and just be playing that riff and then boom, it all starts. I think it'd be the perfect oh, way to... Wow. Sh- and it's the Days of Future Past tour in the song is the opener, the title track. It's out, they open with a rocker. I think it'd be great. That's uh, I, I want that to happen <laughs> even though it'll mean that you're right. Number two, so they come out of Days of Future Past. Yeah. Which is from Sinjutsu and then they go into Caught Somewhere in Time. Because that was the original opener for the original tour. So no Senjutsu on the set list. That first, that, the track Senjutsu, I think that's gone. I don't think it went over that well with the audiences. I think, uh, I think, I think a natural title track, a natural choice as a second track is the title track. So then you have your two title tracks. You have your title track of the tour, and then you have your title track from the album, from the Somewhere in Time album. Well, sort of a title track. Then I think third, they're going to keep writing on the wall as track number three. It worked perfectly at number three. Um, I think it was it, it's the perfect one to keep. I think the writing on the wall is track number three. So it goes uh, Sinjitsu, Somewhere in Time, Sinjitsu track. Track number four, Heaven Can Wait, because that was a staple from the Somewhere in Time tour. Um, I think the first few fast songs, you know, You've got Days of Future Past, then you got come, Caught Somewhere in Time, The Writing on the Wall, and then Right Into Heaven Can Wait. And it's the that was the Walk on Eddie song from the original tour. So it would be cool. And then coming out of that, uh, this is very similar to one of your picks, I said The Trooper. So you hit them with a classic. You know, there might be some first-timers there. You want to hit them with The Trooper, track number five, after Heaven Can Wait. Because Heaven Can Wait is kind of... It sounds weird to say that it's kind of a deep cut, but... It is a deep cut for, I think, a lot of people. So you follow up that deep cut with The Trooper. Coming out of The Trooper, which is like a balls-out rocker. Yeah, they're going to need to slow down. Slow it down. Death of the Celts. Oh, God. So out of these epics, I think Steve would really want to play this one live. Uh, He seems to like the songs where there's like, you know, songs like this. And as a bass player and a songwriter, you know, it'd be cool to cool it down. Death of the Celts, your first real epic as track number six. And then just think of the slow, gradual fade out. Death of the Celts, the last notes are ringing out. Uh, It goes down to that last note in the bass. And then they kick in with Can I Play With Madness. Uh, It's been 10 years since they played that live, and I think it's due to come back. So coming out of Death of the Celts, and then, you know, it, it fades down to black, and then it's like, can I play with madness? Time. You know how they start that yes. live? They come out know. of can I play with madness? And then I think they go into Stratego, which stays from the legacy set list or the legacy of the beast two, phase two set list or whatever. 
it's kind of a new maiden kind of galloping new classic so i think this is like kind of like a new trooper-ish kind of rocker you know five minutes you come out of can it play with madness into stratego out of stratego into sea of madness um i would love to hear modern day bruce sing this one and i think it'd be you know it's a good one for it's it's not too crazy with the range and stuff it's not too demanding you know i think bruce could hit that one pretty easily so you're coming out of can i play with madness stratego and sea of madness it's rockers you want to slow it down a bit darkest hour because i think this will be perfect after those three fast ones to slow it down with a slow moody one you know it's like tears of a clown you know they like to play these kind of bluesy songs like remember tears of a clown which people give that song a lot of crap but i lo- i really loved it live like i thought you that was really, great you, you really put me in one here i'll tell you after <laughs> keep going keep going so three rocking songs and then they slow yeah. down for darkest hour and then they come out with two minutes to midnight another classic yeah. you know it's like a few obscured ones and new ones and then you hit them with two minutes to midnight come out of two minutes to midnight the sep- second epic hell on earth hell you're on near earth. the end of the main set and i think based on fan reaction this is like a fan favorite and i mean i don't think it's too many epics because you think of like sign of the cross the clansman from the last tour like i think they could play this along with death of celts so you're going two minutes to midnight into hell on earth then you come out of hell on earth into a crowd pleaser you just go right into fear of the dark and then Iron Maiden with whatever, you know, maybe the vintage Summer in Time Eddie Head and Two Hands, you know, stage set. And then that's the main set done. Encore. I'm like you. I said Number of the Beast to open the encore. Then I think they're going to go into Alexander the Great. Uh, I think this is the only place it would work in the middle of the encore. Wait now, wait now. Hang on for a second. Yep. You're in the encore now, right? Yep. You haven't even done Wasted Years yet. Not yet. Track. Okay, so wait now. What? So give me the encore, the first one, the encore. So I'm trying to track. I'm trying to. I'm trying to come up with a scoreboard here to find out how we're gonna win. So number the, the beast. First one. I, yeah. Number, number the, beast. the beast. Yeah. First, Alexander the Great. They finally play it um, yeah. in the middle of the encore. I think if you drop this in the main set, it could be a buzz kill or a momentum kill. Right. Alexander I, the Good. I think. Gotcha. I think. You know, it's it's. You've given Adrian, that's a lot of work for Adrian. And I mean, you've just come yeah. out of like Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. I think he, you know, I wouldn't put this back to back with like writing on the wall because of the solos. But I think here it would fit in. I think it would work here because you're going Beast, which is a hit. And then this is the the one that all the crowd people want. And it's in the encore. So it could, they could you know, a song that's stretched out a bit like that, I think. Yeah, that's where it wouldn't lose momentum because in the main set, I don't think it works. And then yeah. closing track, wasted years. And yes. they, we know how well this worked as an encore closer before. So that's uh, right. After Alexander, which ends, wasted years comes in. So that's seventeen songs. It's an hour and forty-two minutes. Legacy of the Beast was an hour and fifty minutes. But by the time you stretch out Iron Maiden, get some banter in there. You know what I mean. It's about, I think, live. This would be comparable to the length of the Legacy of the Beast set list. And uh, I know I have a lot of... So... Uh, wait, I have a lot I, of... Can I reflect on this? Hold on now. Yeah, I know ahead. there's a lot of long songs in there with, like, Alexander the Great, Hell on Earth... Uh, Death of the Celts. Death of the Celts. But... Yeah. I mean, Legacy had... Sinjitsu was 
over eight minutes. Revelations, the seven sign of the cross, you know, Hallowed, Klansmen, Fear of the Dark, Blood Brothers. I mean, I don't think they have any pro much problem dropping a whole bunch of epics into a set. So that's yeah. my. Do you want me to go through it quick? No, I've got you it. Got you it. Went, okay. Here it is. Day, days of Future Past, Caught Summer Time, Writing on the Wall, Heaven Can Wait. That's your first four. Then five is Trooper. Then Death of the Celts. You're nuts. Can I Play with Madness? Stratego. Sea of Madness. Darkest Hour. Two Minutes to Midnight. Hell on Earth. 11 Minutes. Fear of the Dark and Iron Maiden. Yeah. Then your encore is Number of the Beast, Alexander the Good, and Wasted Years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's some great stuff in there. Can I can I can I react? Yeah, go for it. All right, all right. First off. I think it flows very well. Days of Future Past is an opener. I think it's fantastic. Caught summertime, raining on the wall, heaven quaid. Can't disagree with any of that. The idea though that they're gonna bail on the title track, I think is is pretty low. So I'm I'm still I'm betting on Sinjetsu. Okay. All right. I just don't think it worked that well yeah. live. Death of the Celts, ten minutes. I'm questioning that. See, I, I went kind of like they're not going to play any of these epics as much as I want them to. Well, Sign of the I Cross is 11. Like... Yes, but Sign of the Cla Cross isn't Death of the Celts. Klansman and, is 9. Know... Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, to me. Well, then, if you're getting that, you're not getting uh, Hell on Earth. I don't know. I think we're going right? to get two, man. I just don't see they're going to get two. I think we're going to get two. I, I, look, I want, okay, so then you, Counterpoint Madness, Stratego, great. Sea of Madness, love it. Personally, Stranger's Train Land for me went out. You picked Darkest Hour. That that makes me so mad because you're going to find it. That's my favorite track on the album. Oh, yeah. So that's one that I'm going to be so excited. But that's one in your column, and that's going to ruin <laughs> it for me. So now you've ruined my favorite song. Like, you know, um, you might as well have picked Icarus. I mean, you're killing me here. <laughs> Two Minutes to Midnight, I think it's just been around too much lately. I think it's getting a break. Hell on Earth, probably my second favorite song on the album. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to, don't want to, I love that track, but I was just like, there's no way, but it's so good, but it's 11 minutes. There's no way. So that was my logic. I think, you know, Fear, we both agree on, Iron Maiden, we agree on, Number of the Beast, we agree on, Alexander the Great. I think you're a bit optimistic there. You throw, that's a throwaway, but. But the I, thing I, is, I'm I not like being it. optimistic because I don't want yeah. them to play it, but I think they will based on all the hints that I've heard. Totally. Wasted Years in the Encore. I don't think it happens in the encore. You don't think to close the encore? I don't. I just don't think it does. Um, Remember how well that worked closing the encore? I love, like, I love wasted years and Blood Brothers are fantastic in the encore because the same thing happens. People are just reflecting back on the show and their experience with Maiden. They're the perfect songs for the encore. Blood Brothers and Wasted Years should be in every so single encore. The encore should always be what's the third song. Right, because those are the two perfect songs. Blood Brothers, you're all arm and arm. You're just, you know, having having a time. Wasted Years is a perfect. It's like the Green Day, you know, time of your life. Yeah, ending the concert. It's the same concept. Wasted Years is perfect. I just, for me, I think you know they're gonna push it up earlier, as they have done recently, um, because of just the simple fact that um, you know they tend to push the stuff related to the album in with the imagery, which tends to be flown in the first and second stage of the of the list that's just my thoughts on it yeah so that's it i'm locking it we're lo i'm locking them in josh we're locked <laughs> I'm in locking in our damn picks. it damn it i wish i'd have gone for an epic but you know you know what i'm in a win-win situation you know why because i actually like i went so cold take you went hot take nesbitt for once 
it's you know <laughs> you, you took off the nerd glass and you're like what would be a good time <laughs> uh i feel like your list if this hits if you nailed it perfectly i'd be okay with that yeah i think those would be this is an ideal set list for these two albums and a bunch of like a smattering of classics how can't excited wait, are you for this tour man i can't wait uh i was it's one of those things that we always talk about where it's when I heard them announce the tour, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. And then it's like, you're a panic because the tickets go on sale a week. They announced the tour and it's like, you got to decide what you're going to do in a week. And then you got to buy tickets from like half a year away. Totally. So we kind of scrambled and bought tickets. And then I was like, yeah. it's so far away and it's hard to be excited about something. It's just kind of like, okay, I got that done. Let's just forget <laughs> about that now. So you know what I mean? Yeah. And but we then both we had the same. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. When we both started like talking about the set list prediction and when i started going through it and listening to it and putting this together and now i'm like really really excited but we still have a long time to wait not that long yeah but the, I'll be here the best part is, is it's the start of the summer right so it's like spring's here now it's gonna hit we actually gotta start looking at flights soon yep. because this stuff's gonna happen but i love our strategy like we just get the tickets and then we're like my, my wife was like what no that's not happening i was like we got the tickets and i've just been wearing her down ever since and she's <laughs> she's she's realized it's happening and then so she's like, well, she starts, she's like, well, I'm going to get to do this. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. Okay. And I'm removing all barriers and there's no, like, you know, and I love the way we do it too. We're like, we're going to go see like five shows. And then we're like, we're just going to see three. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, your logic is, your logic is no, can't hold up to the logic of Nesbeth. Nesbeth's logic is stronger than yours. So I think we got some good picks here. I'm very I curious so now. I'm, I'm, I would love for this. I think this day the future past man as yeah. the new Wicker Man as the opener. It's so good. Like you know what though? I want a like I want a somewhere in time Eddie or or that or the the standing the Eddie cyborg. Gun. Yeah. I just I want the that shirt. Like I don't have a somewhere in time shirt. I'm dying to get one. Yeah, no. You know, I could buy a vintage one in advance, but I want to go there and get one for the tour. I hope they have a bunch of like the the best thing about the legacy. Uh, the first, the the one we went in England, 2018, they had such great, well, you know, we talked to the O2 stuff, I think, last time. But, like, remember they they did the Green Aces High, and there was a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah, that was I okay. didn't like that Green Aces High, yeah. and it's that same guy, Hervé Monjo, who did that one. It's the Eddie were sitting on the crate smoking a pipe. Yeah, but it wasn't so much that specific thing. This is the fact they had a lot of options. Yeah, like well, the I Icarus one yeah. was great. Well, that's the thing. They did a... I'm complaining about a couple of T-shirts out of like a yeah. whole bunch, and the rest of the ones were awesome. Like that Icarus shirt you got was amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I got the Icarus shirt. I've got this store. I think I got three Legacy of the Beast shirts. Yeah, I can't remember I how many know. I have. I know I have that one you're wearing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I bought a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, I was looking back after we talked because we talked there last week. I was so negative I was last episode. <laughs> No, it's okay. Look, but I was looking through. I, I pulled out like the moose shirt, and I was like, "Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Canadian moose, like a maple syrup shirt." I like that Stupid. moose shirt. Yeah, well, man, this could be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. So next week, we're gonna get into uh, Beast over Hammersmith. Yes. So I've been yeah, listening to that to nonstop, that. and uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been listening on, to it on vinyl. Yep. Um, how are you listening to it? Just vinyl or? Uh, listening to it on my computer downstairs while I work, because I work at home. Uh, upstairs on vinyl during the day and in yeah. the car on MP3s. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Keep it steady. Ed. I'm yeah. going to put it on my phone then too. But yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying Like I love. Oh, and one quick thing, but just to tee up for the episode. 
um, I've been going through in in prep for this. I was going through the um, you know the previous live discs, and at the Book of Souls live disc with the with the gatefold with yep. the. Ever since then, they've totally changed the vinyl quality. Do you notice in Vivo is just like a simple little vinyl? Yep. And now they've got the triple gatefold. Yeah, for the all trifold, of the, triple. It's way better, man. I know. I never really thought about it until I started going back through them, and I'm just like, man, the vinyl now, like the Hammersmith one, you unfold that, and there's all this. It's so awesome. Like we we were we were negative last week on the shirts and stuff, and rightfully so. But man, the quality of the vinyl has gone through the roof. Yeah. No, the I know you feel. I feel like I'm getting my money's worth when I buy maiden vinyl, except for the Knights of the Dead. <laughs> hey, wait now. More I negativity disagree. from me. I got oh that shirt though. I don't like that yeah. Eddie man. His face is all like I don't know. I think it was a stopgap to get a product out. Anyway, we'll get into that if we cover it. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> right on. Well, man, I I feel like uh, you should you, you know you you should feel pretty good, but I think you also you went a little too heavy on the epics. So. I think I'm being a little too uh, too optimistic. Yeah. I think you're gonna hit on Darkest Hour, but you're gonna miss out. On Sinjutsu title track. The rest is like rolling dice. Well, there's only one Can day. I play with madness? Time will tell. <laughs> Time will tell. Fortunately, we won't have to wait that long. Just yeah. a couple of months. It's not even that far. It's like, uh, oh. yeah. It's, May it's, it's closer trip. than it's June we have our shows. So that's going to be here before you know it. That's not very far away. All right. Well, until next time, up the irons and down the hops. Yeah.